The following is a presentation of GalacticNetcasts.com. Yo, what's up? How you doing? It's a Weird World, Week- Weird World Weekly, a production of Galactic Netcasts. I'm Dave Were you going to pick up your daughter? What? What? Oh. I thought, well, you made it sound like we were some creepy, you know, 21-year-old biker picking up a Ew. high school girl and talking to her dad. Oh, stop it. No, I'm just trying to be different. You know me. I- I'm never happy with just the same intro every single time, so I try to mix it up a little bit. That's why I like you, Dave. <laughs> Thanks. Is that the number one reason you like me? Or is there other traits of mine that you find... Well, I clearly enjoy your personality because I choose to spend time with you. Yes. Via the internet. Yes. A lot. Mm-hmm. It's funny because um, we have spent more time together away from each other online than we ever did in person when we actually mm-hmm. lived near each other, which is kind of weird. Which I feel like really works for both of us because mm-hmm. that fits into our personality. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody where we discuss the weird, the odd, the strange, the unusual, and it comes into categories like paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, or anything else that basically fits into the strangeness, strangeness area. And we deliver it 15 minutes or less, and we decide the story that we're going to talk about via the weird world of Weekly Wheel. Or what is it again? I don't know. It changes every time. The The Wacky Whippy World Weekly News Wheel. I give up. Really, it's the Wheel of Weird. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more fun to say random W words strung together. Uh-huh. And that's the that's the thing every time. That's, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have to continue that uh, tradition. All right. So uh, the, the stories that we have this week to choose from are the following. The... Diet live, diet love, pass incident, diet live, pass incident, movie sets. Sounds Russian. It is. It's exactly where it comes from. Movies, Go figure. Movie sets that came with a ghost, Project Blue Beam, mysteries from the Emerald Isle, documents from whistleblower show that CIA was responsible for the 2001 anthrax attacks, and CNN reporters attacked by ghosts live on the air. So uh, are you are you prepared? Are you ready? Um, are you mentally, physically, all that? Are you all that? Are you ready? I even have pants on. Well, that's even better. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's spin the weird world of weekly wheel of wackiness. So here we go. All right. I think I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, I'm psyching myself up here. What's it going to land on? Do some push-ups. Do some push-ups, Dave. All right. Project Bluebeam. What the hell is that? Let's find out. Start the uh, the timer. 15 minutes or less. Let's wind up the clock. There we go. All right. So uh, Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy, and we love conspiracies. And this is one I've never heard of before until just recently. It claims that NASA is attempting to implement a New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a New World Order via a technologically simulated second coming. So, you know, 
Isn't isn't a religion with the Antichrist at its head called Satanism? Yeah, but but it's going to be it's going to be different because it's going to be manufactured. It's going to be it's going to be a new thing. It's going to be a steampunk Satanism. Yes, <laughs> you have to, <laughs> to wear funny goggles and um, and monocles. Yeah, yeah. Satan loves steam. Mm-hmm. No, uh, this sounds very much like uh, what's Tom Cruise's religion? Scientology. Scientology sounds very much like Scientology. By the way, we have a huge Scientology building here in in Ottawa. It's downtown. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I know it's crazy. I just don't, I just don't I don't get it. But then again, people don't understand, you know, Christianity. So it's it's yeah, whatever. The same argument in both directions. Whatever so float, we know whatever floats your boat. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody, I'm fine with it. Okay. I agree. But uh, apparently, there's been some people killed involving Scientology. So maybe that's bad. But there's been people killed in the name of Christianity yeah. too. Yeah, there's but been that's a- that's that's a different podcast. Been, yeah. Okay. Okay, so be here all the allegations were presented in 1994 by Quebecois journalist and conspiracy theorist Serge Monast, Quebecois um, Quebec, just in case mm. you didn't know that. So I figured. And uh, later published in his book, Project Blue Beam, proponents of the theory allege that Monast and another unnamed journalist who both died of a heart attack in 1996 were in fact, uh, what do you think? What happened? What 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 do you think they think happened? Uh, I assumed. Well, I don't know. They were killed off. They were assassinated. Well, I, ass- I assumed that they were killed. I thought you wanted to know how they were killed. Oh no no no! They they or like it's it's French, so maybe they thought they drowned him in poutine, some gravy or something. <laughs> yes. See if any way if that that would be my ideal way to die is just eating some poutine. Because... We're gonna kill you. How how do you plan on doing it? Do you mind just drowning me in gravy? <laughs> That's weird, but okay. Let's so, do this. This, in, this conspiracy involves the Canadian government kidnapping Monast's daughter in an effort to dissuade him from investigating Project Blue Beam. Now, the, Which is weird. You usually don't hear the Canadian government doing crazy stuff like kidnapping someone's daughter. No, they're very nice. The Canadian, go- the Canadian people and the Canadian government are all very, very nice. So this is uh, – yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's weird. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the primary claimed perpetrator of the Project Blue Beam is NASA, presented as a large and mostly faceless organization that can readily absorb such frankly odd accusations. And by the way, this comes from the Rationale Wiki. So these guys are trying to debunk this conspiracy theory because that's what rationals do, rationales do. Okay, so another organization involved in this conspiracy is the United Nations. According to Monast, Monast, or Monet, maybe, I don't know, the project has four steps. Are you ready for the four steps, Matt? Hit me. Okay. So step is acceptance one of them? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Then you have to track down each person that you wronged throughout your life. Is mm-hmm. that another one? This could be a while. We're going to be here all day. Those are the additional steps after the four. <laughs> There's there's a whole bunch of them. It's kind of like the uh, the Constitution. There's amendments to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So step one requires the breakdown of all archaeological knowledge. This will apparently be accomplished by faking earthquakes, which I don't know how they would do, to precise locations around the planet. So they'd have to number one create an earthquake, and number two focus it into a certain area to destroy everything. 
So I don't know how they would do that unless they just blow it up and say, oh, it was an earthquake. That could be too. That's possible. Fake new discoveries at these locations will finally explain to all people the error of all fundamental religion doctrines, specifically Christian and Muslim doctrines. Step two involves a gigantic space show, which I want to see. I'm, I've, been, I've been waiting for the space show for many, many years. Uh, wherein three-dimensional holographic laser projections will be beamed all over the planet. And this is where Blue Beam really takes off. The projections will take the shape of whatever deity is most predominant in that area. So they're going to have different shows for different parts of the world and will speak in all languages. At the end of this light show, the gods will all merge into one god— the Antichrist. Dum, dum, dum. Are you scared yet? No, it just doesn't make sense. I guess. What, I mean, whatever. Step three. You ready for step three? Yes. Step three is telepathic electronic two-way communication. It involves <sighs> making people think their God is speaking to them through telepathy, projected into the head of each person individually Using extreme low-frequency radio waves. You know, there's a much easier way to do stuff like this. It's called LSD. <laughs> Going to spike the water supply of the whole world? Scarecrow get it, and the, you know, Batman begins. Oh, I'm so impressed whenever you break out a, a reference from the world of science fiction and comics. I That makes <laughs> me so happy, Matt. <laughs> Like we were talking about, uh, it's when we're recording this. It's um, record store day, and I'm and you're you're all geeking out about record store day. I'm geeking out about comic book day, which is coming up in two weeks, two weeks from today. So, huh? Yeah, I should have just assumed that that was a thing. And and I also got a uh, twenty dollar gift card from our local comic book store from my wife last night for our anniversary. So I'm pretty excited about that as well. Nice. Well, You're still in that honeymoon phase, Dave. It's just a good <laughs> night when my wife still lets me sleep inside the house. I'm just kidding. All right. So the final step, the final initial step um, has three parts. So it's step four and it has three parts. Number one, making humanity, making humanity think an alien invasion is about to occur at every major city. Making the Christians think the rapture is about to happen. And number three, a fixture of electronic and supernatural forces allowing the supernatural forces to travel through fiber optics, coax, power, and telephone lines to penetrate all electronic equipment and appliances that will by then all have a special microchip installed. So um, step one's pretty easy. It's called Fox News. Uh, <laughs> step two is pretty easy because it's already happened like four times, and it's also called Fox News. Yeah. And uh, I feel like if you do one and two, people will just assume that three is possible. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about the three parts of step four? Yes, correct. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So making humanity think that an alien invasion is about to occur in every major city is not that hard as long as you can get the news to say it's going to happen. Yeah. Then you, people will lose their minds. You get enough of those um, um, special news alerts that CNN has or whatever, breaking news, yes. you know, and you make yeah. that special, you make that special ticker. The special ticker with the breaking news story, not the first you, two, not the first two tickers, but the third one on top of that one of those two. If you can get that to scroll across the bottom of your screen, you're set. 
All right. So, do you think this conspiracy is real? No. And you'd be uh, right. No. You'd, you'd be absolutely 100% right because and this is the most fun this is the funniest part. All the steps of the conspiracy theory were in an unmade mid 1970s Star Trek film script by Gene Roddenberry. Okay, so in the mid 1970s Gene Roddenberry was approached by CBS uh, CBS Paramount to relaunch the Star Trek series because it was doing phenomenally well in syndication, right? So that eventually became uh, Star Trek the Motion Picture. They didn't do the new series. They just made it, they kind of morphed it into the uh, Motion Picture in 1979. But then later on that same script was used uh, recycled for the Star Trek the Next Generation episode Devil's Do broadcast in 1991. So uh, everybody listening, uh, jump on Netflix and watch Devil's Do, and all of what we've talked about, not specifically, not the specifics of this, but the general idea of this conspiracy comes from that episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, which I think is awesome that this person took uh, something out of media, out of the uh, entertainment field, and made a whole conspiracy around it. It's awesome. All right. People are dumb. We haven't had a good conspiracy theory for a while, and I'm very happy that we were able to talk about this one. <clears throat> that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, I totally forgot to mention this on the last episode, but uh, Brad Ludwig, who is the my co-host on the Alien Invasion and the Sci-Fi Geek Club that you've been a host on before, um, mm-hmm. he came out. He found a uh, website, a SoundCloud website, that uh, has taken Number Station audio and put it to beats. Did you see the link that was posted in the... Uh, I saw the link, but I did not uh, pay any attention to it. Okay, well, I'm going to try to add that to the show notes of uh, at least this episode. But if you want to see it now, um, go to our Facebook group. Just uh, search for Galactic Netcasts in um, in groups and join us. Because we'd love to have you part of the group. There's some cool stuff, cool people in there, and some cool stuff talked about. So... Uh, Join us in the Facebook group, or you can follow us on Twitter and uh, Google+. Actually, we have a really cool, convenient link on our website, galacticnetcast.com. It's called The Galactic Collective. It's, it's on the main page. Just click on that, and all the details as to who, uh, what to follow and what to do will be there on that page. And, of course, subscribe to our podcast as well. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever fine podcasts are sold for complete complete free because we don't charge you a single dime <laughs> and please uh give us a favorable review and five star on itunes if you go that route actually if you go stitcher they give you an option to rate and review episodes and podcasts as well so stitcher and itunes you can do that otherwise just tell your friends and family about weird world weekly and the other shows of the galactic netcasts family all right, that's going to do it, Matt. Uh, did you have fun? I always have fun with you, Dave. All right, until next time, what do you want to do? Keep it weird. All right. Weird. Mm. Ah. Ah. <laughs> All right, I think I'm losing it, so let's leave. Hello everyone, Amy Frost here. It's time for another tantalizing tidbit of sci-fi science. That's right, it's the S-word.
Starting in 2017, you may be able to own your own robot chef. Now, I have a deep love of cooking, but sometimes after a long day, I'm just not in the mood. Enter Moly Robotics RoboChef. Unveiled at a recent technology fair in Germany, the RoboChef consists of two dexterous robotic arms with fully articulated hands designed by Shadow Robot Company. They're installed over a cooking area complete with a sink. That's right, it not only cooks, but washes up after. Rather than being programmed to cook like a machine, the system works by recording human actions in 3D and converting them into precise robotic movements. This initial prototype was trained by Chef Tim Anderson, who cooked a variety of dishes in a motion capture studio. During a demonstration, the robot made crab bisque, but Anderson says it can do anything from a bit of prep work to completing an entire dish. Finally, the sous chef I've always wanted to peel potatoes and chop onions for me. According to the Moly Robotics website, they hope to have a consumer version on the market by 2017. It's expected to have a price tag of about 15 grand and would include a few improvements over this initial prototype, including a library of thousands of recipes, a dishwasher, and a refrigerator. We'll even be able to be controlled remotely so you can order your dinner to be ready when you get home. Eventually, they hope to have a version complete with cameras so that you too could train your robo-chef to cook your favorite dishes, then upload them to the recipe library so that other people can enjoy them too. Molly also hopes to add a variety of sensors that would allow RoboChef to compensate for trickier cooking situations, like being able to tell when to stop mixing to avoid overbeating. In the meantime, I'll just have to be content with watching the progress of my order on the Domino's Pizza Tracker. Ooh, it's in the oven. Join me again next week with another story too weird not to be true. For more of me and what I do, visit my blog at nerdlyhome.com, that's N-E-R-D-L-Y, home.com, or give a listen to my gaming podcast, The Overcast, at overcastpodcast.com. Until next time. You have been listening to a presentation of galacticnetcasts.com. For more about the show you just listened to, including how to subscribe, give us feedback, links to our social feeds, and more, please visit www.galacticnetcasts.com.